0: Two words to describe Karen Conrad are multi-talented and fearless. Karen Conrad shares with us in this show many trials in her life that could have paralyzed her with fear. And instead, she's chosen to be empowered by Jesus and live out an abundant life with many talents. You're gonna love our conversation. Here we go. we have Karen Conrad joining us today. She's an entrepreneur. She's a TV show host and a speaker among so many other things. I'm so excited to have her join us today. We have a lot to talk about. So thank you for joining us, Karen. We're so glad you're here with us today. Alita, thank you so much. It is an honor to be here. Yeah, girl, you do so many things. My first question is, do you ever sleep? (laughs) that is a great question yes i sleep and i actually you know have good night's sleep (laughs) well i started looking at your website and like this girl does everything she is multi-talented you've got Mm -hmm. it all going on so we have a lot to talk about (laughs) we're just gonna dig in first with your newest endeavor The Sweet Tea Show, at least as far as I know, this is your most recent endeavor. So share with us what this is because it's going to be on Liftable. It is on Liftable. It's available for everybody to watch. Share with us what this is.
1: Yeah, I am so excited about this, Alita. It's called Sweet Tea Hospitality. And the tagline is inspiration for your home and heart. Uh, And this is one of those um, adventures, I guess I would call it, that (laughs) has been on my heart for years. And I just didn't know at what point is it going to actually show up or is a door going to open for it. And uh, what it is, is it's actually a home design show, something that would be similar to what you might see on HGTV, but the exciting thing is it's going to bring uh, the Word of God in it, because we know everything in our life involves the Lord, you know? So we can't just put that uh, house design over here in one bucket. Right. Um, so we're doing We've been on site, actually, and I'm doing more filming tomorrow because we do real estate in Central Texas, close to Waco, where everybody is used to seeing Chip and Joe down there. And we're starting out with a series that's based on our most recent renovation called the Coastal Cottage. So it's lots of fun. My son and husband are involved in it. Uh, We had a lot of funny surprises happen, but the bottom line is I think it's really gonna bless people and uh, help you with some design ideas and really hopefully inspire people uh, to just create that beautiful home full of peace and the presence of God. How did you
0: get started with this? Because, okay, you could just do home
1: renovations.
0: You don't have to be on TV. You don't have to include faith. How did you put that all
1: together? Well, years ago, you know how sometimes the Lord kind of has us on a path that doesn't make sense with the stuff. No, I've never and... experienced that in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I, I think I'm like a poster child for this or something. I'm not sure, but uh, as a single mom, um, I was recently widowed, and in that process, uh, my son was called, he said, Mom, I'm called to go to Bible college. And so I was like, Okay, I'm going to move from Minnesota out to Colorado, get them settled. And then I thought I'll just move right back to Minnesota and uh, get back to my banking career, which I was in for 25 years. Well, God had a different plan. And this adventure included a time when I was working at a ministry for. Ten dollars an hour, which is a whole nother story going from an executive at a bank, a little, you know, humbling there. And the Lord just put in my heart, I was like, I'm sure he spoke to me to get my real estate license and to start a home staging company. Wow! I've never done either of those in <laughs> my life. But you know, you get to a point where it's like, okay, Lord, let's, let's give this a, a try, a whirl. I feel like you said it. So way back then, in 2013, I started a home staging company, and I just started to take photos of before and after, and it went into teaching and training, and then I just really had on my heart, like, we need to do a program at some point with this, and it was so strong on my heart, Alita, that the only thing I knew to do was to create a pilot, which I did about three years ago. It never went anywhere. (laughs) But here with Liftable TV is the opportunity. Um, We started investing and it just came together. You know, like everything God has planned for us, the right season, the right timing and the door open.
0: And you were recently married. Tell us about that. I mean, I know obviously unexpected things. So tell me about that part of your life.
1: Yes. So it's kind of that part in my life where I, I thought, boy, my life looks like it's over. But in fact, it was something that when I connected with God on it, it was something that it was like my life was just beginning. And it started with a very traumatic situation that was very, very difficult in 2010, where my husband of 19 years, the father of my 16 year old son, Um, I got that phone call, uh, or I had to call actually the hospital at work, and I got the news that nobody ever wants to hear, and that was that my husband had died at 8 a.m. that morning. I had no warning about it whatsoever, and that that really took me on a a path that is um, very difficult, but actually quite redeeming as well. And um, in that part of my life, I just really was committed to, I had to to get in the word, Alita. I was so full of fear. I was paralyzed by fear. So I I had some issues with fear before that. You can imagine after that traumatic event. um, But in the process, I just had kind of made a commitment with God that, you know what, I'm going to just pursue you you can take care of bringing me a husband one day and that's yeah. exactly what he did so I actually married Dave in 2019 and Dave is a pastor at Gateway Church here in Texas with Robert Morris and and I'll tell you it was so worth the wait and the journey.
0: I love the vulnerability of Karen and her sharing how fear took a hold of her in the midst of her loss. She had a choice to make, didn't she? She had the choice to allow fear to paralyze her indefinitely or to claim her freedom in Christ despite that fear that she felt. And I'll just say, I can so identify with Karen as she shares this because fear's been a huge part of my life. I've allowed a lot of my decisions to be based on fear Instead of the freedom Jesus has intended for me, for you, <laughs> He wants freedom for you. So, my question to you is this When you start down the path of thinking in fear, creating that movie in your mind, as Karen so brilliantly shares, do you continue on the path of fear, or do you grab a hold of those thoughts, arrest those thoughts? and throw them out of your mind, throw them away, and grab a hold of the promises of God instead. God promises us He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He commands us to be strong, to be courageous. So if you're struggling with fear right now, I just wanna say to you, you don't have to live a life based on that fear because the power of the Holy Spirit lives in you. You have the power to make decisions based on faith, instead of those thoughts based on fear. At Women of Faith, we not only care about your spiritual health, we care about your physical health too. In fact, the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and that we are to be obedient to him by taking care of the body God gave us. Our new sponsor, Faithfully Fit and Free, shares this belief and they're driven by a passion for helping people achieve a healthy body, a healthy spirit, and a healthy mind. You can visit faithfullyfitandfree.com to discover products that give you more energy and support your immunity, along with superfoods, personal care, and more. I personally love their mission and their products because I feel incredible taking them, and I know you'll love them too. Plus, when you place your first SmartShip order, you'll receive a free devotional. Check out faithfullyfitandfree.com where the focus is on a healthy body, a healthy spirit, and a healthy mind. Do you want to experience a deeper relationship with Jesus? Join me for inspiring conversations that will equip you to walk more fully in God's purpose for your life. On my show, you'll meet a wide range of guests who are impacting the kingdom in meaningful ways every day check out the latest episodes, only Unliftable. You know, you talk about fear and being paralyzed by that fear. So tell me more about that. Like, where did that start in your life? How did you overcome fear? Because you are a very accomplished person. Like I said, you do so many different things. How did you overcome fear? Because you could have allowed that to paralyze you and just stop. Wherever that
1: started I for you. I really could have. And, you know, it was um, one of those things as I look back, I had been dealing with fear all my life. But it was oh. in the form of this. I had a great family that I grew up uh, with, my, my parents, just amazing. But I really had fear of man. Uh, I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be liked. And then it rolled into fear of failure, then almost fear of success, uh, fear of you know health issues, you name it. And I really had dealt with it fairly well, I would say, or not realizing how much of an issue it was until this traumatic event. And then at that point, it was just over the top. Like I couldn't sleep, I was so caught up. You know, the Word of God, when it says that fear has torment, I was experiencing such torment. I really got to the point because after you find out your husband passed away, it's like the, the bills didn't go away, Alina. I was yeah. a single mom in a moment. I was an executive at a bank. And so how was I going to manage my career? The financial pressure of all of that just, just it overloaded me i i just even had days where i couldn't keep food down it was consuming my life and i just i just went to the lord it's like i i can't live like this and i certainly wasn't going to be an effective mom of a 16 year old boy because you know it could spill over into like you can't do anything. You know, traumatic right. event causes us sometimes to grab the people close to us and wanna hold them tight, which isn't good for them, not in a good way. Yeah. And so in that process, I quit my executive job uh, because the Lord spoke to me. He said, you have one chance to be a mom. I yeah. will restore your career. But what's crazy about that is it was in May of 2012, my son was graduating. I had more pressure financially than I'd ever had in all my life. And here the Lord is telling me to quit my job. I just, at that point, because I was so overwhelmed, I was, I was obedient. I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna do that and spend the summer home with my son before he goes off to college. Well, in that process, it gave me time that every morning I would go to the front room in our house and I would just pour over scriptures, pour over the word. And the Lord started showing me steps. I call it a battle plan against fear. And I, it's, it's just, I know it sounds cliche, but it's the word. But I had not seen what God had to say about fear. And what I realized in that, you know where it all starts? where Where that healing process, that victory, Begins is it's understanding God's love for us. I was like rebuking fear, yelling at the devil. I mean, I don't know if you've ever gone through things like that, but I would absolutely Oh, desperate. yes. <laughs> and I'm sure it would have been interesting to have an ear in my house some of those days. Um, but he just really showed me like where I needed to focus yeah. is on how much he loves me. And then from that point, he actually gave me tactical strategies to step out of fear and to gain victory over it.
0: Wow. Okay, so you're a Christian. Yes. You lose your husband, you become Mm -hmm. paralyzed with fear, and then you start Mm -hmm. coming back out of that. Where did you come into relationship with Jesus? Tell me about that time of your life, because I want to tie that all together for Mm -hmm. the people listening.
1: Yes, so I, when I was in high school, I went to a youth conference. I honestly didn't know what it was I was going to. I didn't go because I wanted to meet Jesus. I went because my friends were going. Um, And we went to church all our lives, but you know what, we we didn't pray at home. Um, I went to a church that didn't talk about being born again. And so I didn't have that relationship. So something happened to me at that conference. I was just overcome at 15 years old, just weeping. And I went forward for an an altar call, um, which was wonderful. I know I received Jesus then, but really at that point, I didn't have anybody to teach or train me to, to mentor me, to disciple me. And so it was an event but I went right back to living the way that I knew. And in some cases it was almost more difficult. And then when Levi was 18 months old, and so I was um, 32 at the time, I watched a program in Minnesota, Mac Hammond Living Word Christian Center, and there was something about the message that he was communicating that just grabbed my heart. And so I started going to church there. My husband came with. He got born again. That was really the point that I in 1996 that I started understanding a relationship with the Lord and it was like my whole world changed. It was like a whole part of existence that I didn't know was wow. there opened up for me.
0: Wow. So if somebody's a newer believer in Jesus, you say born again, you say altar call. Um, help us understand what that actually means because I think a lot of times people who have been Christians for a long time, we start using these words that newer believers, they really don't know what we're talking about. So tell us just a little more about that.
1: Yeah, that is such a great point. Um, well, it's an invitation to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And so, There was an invitation when I went to church to come forward and acknowledge that, receive prayer, and I just responded to that. Um, I happen to be in church, but you know what? You don't have to be in church.
0: I always encourage people to really understand it isn't, okay, I go to church on Sunday morning and that's it. It's, It's not just about getting into
1: heaven. It's having a relationship. It is. I love how you said that. And, you know, a couple things people might be thinking, too. I know for me, I had, you know, I made a lot of mistakes in my life. And so sometimes we think, like, oh, i got to clean up before Jesus will accept me. And what was really helpful for me is, like, you know, I I don't have the ability to clean myself up. (laughs) You know, so (laughs) we just come to Him as we are. And I know that just brought so much peace to me because I just couldn't be good enough and a lot of times that's what you know we're taught like you have to be good enough for God and it's like we don't he will do that work in us and then I like what you said too I always think about um, like you know business bucket home bucket uh, you know work bucket family bucket oh and then there's this church bucket. Yeah. But you are exactly right. It's like, no, we are everything in our life God wants to be a part of, and that really helps too because we don't have to stop and start church. He's with us and in us, and you know what, He's just a lot of fun too. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, and that's why we talk so much about living in victory
0: with Jesus living with joy, living in peace. Because here's the thing is you became a Christian at a younger age, okay? So you were, you knew you were going to heaven. You know, that's kind of where you start, right? (laughs) You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then at the next stage was, okay, I want to become a disciple of Jesus. I actually want to follow follow him and I want to let him transform my life. And you got to that point and then you lose your husband and fear takes grip and you became yeah. paralyzed. And that's one of the things I think a lot of times we as Christians or even non-Christians especially, they think that once you become a Christian, there's no trials, there's nothing else gonna happen. And it's like, <laughs> that is not the truth. And so I just always want to understand and I want everybody to understand those struggles those um, trials are gonna continue happening and it's how you handle it. Where are you gonna look back to? Are you gonna look back to the world for answers or are you gonna look to Jesus for the answers? And that's why I wanted you to kind of explain that fear process. What yeah. else would you tell our, our listeners if you're paralyzed with fear right now? Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of fear
1: going around.
0: What there would you really tell them? Is.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a continual walk. Um, you know, there's, there's so much news coming at, at us and, and there's so many things in the world and, and even like to adventure out into things like being an entrepreneur or being a parent, uh, you know, fear is, is a voice that is from the enemy. And I think that's one of the things I had to realize that, um, that if I'm feeling fear in the way that is bringing worry and anxiety, and, and that's definitely what you know what's happening in the world today. We can look around and we can go there really quickly. But I, I had to learn that that is never from God, okay? It doesn't mean that we don't have difficulties. Um, I've certainly had a lot of trials Uh, But when we know, we renew our mind to what the Word of God says about different areas, we can really look at a situation through that lens. Uh, And so that's what I had to understand is that if I'm feeling anxious and worried, first of all, I'm going to discern right then and there that I am entertaining thoughts that are not from God. Um, Alita, I have this thing where it's like, I have to watch what movies I play in my mind. And I I think that'll resonate with a lot of people. We're faced with situations, and I deal with this today. So I'm not like saying, I never have problems with this. No, I deal with this today. I'll be faced with a situation that if I look at it in the natural, it's very challenging. Mm -hmm. And Pretty soon I have to pay attention to where my head is going and where that movie in my mind is going. So good. And once you realize that you have to pay attention to that, it gives you the ability to grab hold of it because that's our imagination, and God gave us an imagination to steer that in line with His thoughts towards us. But the world and the enemy is going to continue to try to get us to think about his plans. You know, that's the enemy's territory. It's not God's territory. So I'll capture and stop that movie in my mind. And it's like, you know what, Lord, I need some help here. Tell me how you're seeing this or or let's look in the scriptures with something on this topic and help me to see what you are seeing in this situation. So it just helps to grab hold of it for people like that. When life gets hard, it helps to know you're not
0: alone. If you or someone you care about is battling anxiety or depression or loneliness, our comprehensive collection of classes and resources cover more than 100 topics like these. All of our classes are based on biblical truth, giving you hope beyond what the world has to offer. Sign up to watch the Women of Faith collection of classes at Liftable TV and start moving toward the freedom you crave. We envision a world transformed by women
1: living victoriously with Him.
0: We prepare our kids to be able to speak up what they, for what they believe in.
1: God wants to provide for us all the wisdom and the knowledge that we need. He wants you to have a group of friends. He wants you to feel like you belong. He wants you to be in community because we're made for a relationship.
0: Watch over 80 diverse Christian programs, including the Women of Faith show and classes on Liftable. I know that you're a practical person. You just said that you are very career driven. So I want our viewers to hear a little bit different side of Karen Conrad. So you have two options, share a funny story about yourself or the most exciting experience you've ever had in your life. Take your pick. Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. So. I would probably have a lot of funny stories about myself, but I don't know. I want to share some of them, so I'm going to go with the most exciting time okay. in my life. <laughs> and you know, really looking back, I, I definitely am career motivated. I, I grew up in my dad was a banker, uh, president of a bank all my life, so I was in that mode. But you know, I really broke the mold of my family when I decided that I felt called to move to Colorado with Levi to go to school. And when I look back on that time, oh my goodness, we went from uh, an amazing executive home, swimming pool, all the things that, you know, it's like I thought my life was there, to leaving that behind and moving out into a two-bedroom apartment, then to a one-bedroom house where Levi and I have a bed and a bed. I'm like, here I am. I was making $200,000 a year and I'm living in a house with Mike, by the way, and I'm sharing a bed. You know, it was just like, what is happening here? We couldn't get a job for anything in Bangkok, Colorado, $10 an hour. But that whole thing was such an adventure. And going into from that point to like starting businesses that I didn't have any clue about and just in faith, responding and saying, yes, that was really the biggest adventure of my life. And I am amazed how we got through it. A matter of fact, Levi and I were just talking the other day, it's like, nobody knows what we went through those years except you and I and the Lord. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna share back with you is
0: think of the character building for your son through that time. Had he only had one experience in his life through adulthood, it might've been a little bit of a shocker when he became an adult, but you took him through that time with you. That is so powerful.
1: You know, it it really was. And it wasn't without tears and um, just some very difficult moments. Just like, what am I doing? There there, I had those times, Alita, that I thought I must be the worst mom in the world. I take him from this amazing support system in Minnesota to this, like, especially when we had the mice and all that in this house. I've just had moments where I just thought I've failed. Um, But, you know, during that time, what he saw and where he is living out of today is he saw that we were resilient, um, that we could get through difficult things, and you know what? God was always there to pick us back up. We just had to keep getting back up. And that is something that I think the experience taught him, and I see him living it out today And I would say the character he has, the appreciation that he has, even my dad, who was very concerned about us moving away, he has said to me the last two to three years, Karen, I think that was the best move. The best thing you could have done was to move out to Colorado because of what he was seeing in Levi. Now, you recently wrote a book, Tell us about your book. Um,
0: You have a copy of it. Would you mind holding that up? Because I want to make sure everybody goes and gets it for for you.
1: you. So this is The Promise of Purpose. And this is, um, I share a lot of stories in here, so much more than what we have time to talk about today. But one of the things that really helped me to overcome that fear of man, uh, because I am sometimes like so driven, I want to be successful, is I really had to understand that God had a purpose purpose for my life and really tapping into that. And that's what this book is about, because once I learned that he had designed me uh, to for vision to reality, actually, which is is we were just visiting about that before we went on air. And also with that came a revelation that the gifts and talents that are in me belong to God. And, And it's not to take anything away from our cooperation with that. Sure. But it took the pressure off. Like, you know what? I'm not responsible for people approving of me, um, for people accepting my gift. I don't have to go knock doors down because God is more concerned about our gifts and talents being utilized to further his kingdom than even we are. And that set me free to really venture out into this like seemingly adventurous or bold life that I live today. (laughs) Wow. That is
0: so good to just think about the fact that we actually don't even own them. God gave them to us and he owns them. And now our opportunity and responsibility, hopefully we don't feel like it's an obligation. It's an opportunity (laughs) to use those gifts and talents the way he wants us to. I love the way you just kind of spun that to really help people understand it's not the weight on our own shoulders. God wants us to do those things and he will bless.
1: He will give you favor
0: to use those the way he wants us to.
1: Absolutely. And it was kind of like took the pressure off and it also spoke to me like, you know what, Karen, just get over yourself. You know, it it just helped me. I needed that. Like, it wasn't all about me, about what people thought of me. Yeah. You know, it was not about that, but it was that. Wow, what an honor! And then yeah. in that, when we let him take that load for us, that's where we can do so much more because we're not. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's anything like weighing can be down, done right?
0: because like, oh, right, <laughs> nothing's
1: weighing you down. That's so good, Karen. It's so
0: mm-hmm. good. Karen, I have one last question. We're out of time. Can you believe it? I I feel like we just started. I I have one question. It's time for the Karen Conrad truth bomb. You get 30 seconds. The one takeaway you want everybody to remember when they walk away.
1: I want everybody to remember that God has got a purpose and a plan for your life. And the things that we've been talking about today. God wants to help you to walk with Him along that purpose and that plan that He's designed you for. And I think a lot of us think uh, that we need to do things based on what other people think. I was definitely in that situation. But I just want you to know you have a unique purpose. God loves you. He accepts you. And I want to leave you with this scripture. It says that, Plans in a man's mind, okay, are not something that you can count on succeeding because many are the plans in a man's mind. But it's God's purpose that you will succeed in. Mm -hmm. And so when you just have a heart to line up with His purpose, He will ensure success. We don't have to be perfect but success is already there for you just to walk along that path with him.
0: That's so good. Thank you for sharing that, Karen. I am cheering you wildly. You are doing some amazing stuff. I'm so excited that we're both on Liftable and just sharing with the world In you're doing such beautiful things. So I'm just cheering you wildly.
1: Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, Alita. It's just been such a pleasure and an honor.
0: This show was brought to you in part by Faithfully Fit and Free, ICCI, and OneShare. To learn more, go to womenoffaith.com.